0: Warning!
1: Warning! 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 Ah! Movie Podcast Weekly would like to inform the listeners that this podcast will contain spoilers and mild language. And Andy's mom would like to inform the listeners that he is really a sweet, special boy who cares deeply about others, even though he pretends not to. <laughs> Man, I love being the editor of this show now. Line it up.
2: Let's kick this pig.
1: Bring it. This is Movie Podcast Weekly. Where it's no longer weekly, but it is still about movies. My name is William Rowan Jr., and I will be your facilitating host this episode. And with me is a geek named. Ryan! Hi, Ryan. And a guy named. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I swear it cut out every time. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Ryan and Andy. So thank you guys. Uh we're gonna record tonight and we are missing Carl, right?
2: Well, he's not with us, but we're not exactly missing him. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Jason is not with us tonight, but we're also not missing him.
1: Yeah. Well I guess that depends. Seems like it seems like if he was here we'd get all excited. Oh.
2: Oh, I'd love for him to be here. He's got some splaining to do.
1: Yeah. So uh he's
2: gone he's gone off the rails, people.
0: Yeah, uh, kind of. And, and re- kind of.
1: regarding that, uh I mean, I don't know how long I've been in, included in like a group text between shows, but have you guys you guys seem pretty pretty intense with Jay. Have you always been that kind of like on him about everything like is it always he's, kind of been that way?
2: He's been more I've made uh, fun of his I've made fun of his dead father <laughs> what?
0: Yeah he's been more antagonistic now that he doesn't have to actually confront us weekly with his voice. That's been fun that's a that's a fun new twist for Jay.
2: So Very serious people the trash talking that has occurred over the last two weeks about a handful of movies that we're going to discuss tonight from from jay it's and i it's unconscionable
0: stop making him such a big part of the show if he's not going to be on but our listeners bring him up a lot in the comments section
1: sure Uh, you know i
0: I feel as long as they do we should
1: right i mean it's we're in transition so i think it makes sense where's jay what's jay doing jay thought this that you know at some point it will fizzle out but um i think it helps kind of like maybe if somebody hadn't heard for a while who had listened for years and all of a sudden just popped into this and they're like what the crap's going on where's jay right where's jason so i mean but i'm getting to learn a little bit more about the inner workings between you guys right so i was a guest on the show yes i was involved in certain things but i just in my mind it wasn't i wasn't on all the time and i didn't know if you guys were just always at each other's throats if you always disagreed as strong maybe you did or you're kind of saying like now that jason's not hosting he's a little bit more like i've always kind of disagreed with you a little bit more than i've presented do you think that's what's going on or
0: i think it's a mix of i think it's really what it is is ever since uh ever since oh hello on broadway happened which so, I was
1: on that episode ironically
0: a schism where uh, uh, you know Jay just he thinks we're stupid animals <laughs> and Jesus <laughs> as such
2: right I mean we are we are stupid animals but he's also a stupid animal right a Collective of stupid animals. And his stupidity is just as stupid as my stupidity.
1: Sure, it's just so funny. Oh, that no, that... we know we,
2: we've always been that way.
1: Okay, uh, honestly, that's a... the reason.
2: That's the reason we've been podcasting for—I I don't know what is it? What's a, it's been a million years. But right now, I mean, that's that's why. It's because it's just fun. It's just—it's a way to—it's a way that grown men have been able to stay in touch with each other and. Punch I, each other in the punch each other in the balls every now and then.
1: By by saying like I hear what you're saying and I think you're still an idiot. <laughs> well yeah, Which no,
0: is, it's 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 a little worse than that. Yeah. Friendly show. But that the, the uh, group text doesn't have to be family friendly, I don't think. Oh, no, it isn't.
1: <laughs> it isn't. Right. So um <laughs> You know, I, th- I don't know how we're going to do this uh, every week, or not every week, every time, but uh, I wanted to say, if this is your first time listening, do you guys think there are first time listeners, like every episode?
0: Yes. I think every episode, there's someone new.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if this is your first time listening, this is the one person, this is what you can generally expect. We kind of small talk uh, somewhat, uh, and then we go to listener feedback or what I was calling He Said, She Said. Um, (laughs) I'm adding one tonight. This just means, I'm just facilitating for this evening. Uh, And so I just wanted to come up with a segment called, Have You Ever Wondered? And uh, we're just gonna have a deep thought session about something random. And then basically feature reviews and what's coming out next week and plugs. That's basically the show, right? Did I miss something?
2: Oh, I think that's perfect. That's a great little agenda. (laughs) Right. Did you say that we're going to talk about movies at some point?
1: Yeah, feature reviews.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. There we go.
1: So let's start with he said, she said, and I asked Ryan, who often just does this anyway, but that's why I did ask him uh, if what he's been reading on the message board, if anything stuck out to him.
2: You still have a message board?
1: Is that a? Me- is it called a
2: message board? I don't know what it's I, called. Well,
0: it's, the, it's it's a message board. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: It's the comment section for the uh
0: for the podcast.
2: Right. You, well, you I, figured we, I figured we lost that in the divorce.
0: Oh no! It's still up and running. Huh?
2: Well, like, we lost been, the email there address, was some... didn't we? Oh. Oh. No, we still got it.
1: Andy, oh. what are you getting at?
2: I don't know. I thought we. I thought we lost half our crap in the divorce. Uh <laughs> No, it was
0: actually. It was a. It was a very strange mediation process. We're in. Uh, our former partner just gave everything to us and and left
1: right. But this is actually relevant, Ryan? I don't want to answer my own question when I asked you to. So if this is what you're gonna bring up, I'll just stop. But on the comment message board on our website, people have been discussing quite a bit about now that Jason has left, what are we left with? And they're like, if Jason was the whole show or the body, then then who do, the hosts that are left, what are they what what parts are they playing of a body? And they kind of went on about it. Everyone has their own like thoughts and opinions. And I'm like, this is just not something I would have ever thought uh, where this would go. I was kind of surprised. It was confusing. It's actually, well, we, have,
2: we have the amygdala and the, the medulla oblongata, which is how we're still functioning, much like zombies. <laughs>
0: well, it's, it's funny you say that because it was, it was Sal who brought up that. This, this new era of MPW, he's found out that um, Jay was the functional heart of Movie Podcast Weekly. His real heart, the heart of MPW, was no longer able to function, forcing MPW to gain a pacemaker in the form of <laughs> really all four current co-hosts. The <laughs> crew is now trying to figure out how to keep this body running and after some growing pains, they're showing that the body can still live a mostly normal life.
2: But much like Jason's now life, we're barely surviving. We have a hard time breathing. We can't walk more than a couple blocks at a time. <laughs> Jeez. uh. Right. I and, and I we have a yellow belt in karate. Most five-year-olds could kick her ass.
0: I'm finding it very touching some of the things some guys are saying and some gals are saying on the message boards. I, I think it's uh, uh, it's comforting to know that um, with Jay leaving and he'll be back at some point.
2: It's we like we're able to create something. It.
1: Um. Right, I mean, I I kind of uh, am slowly trying to make a few little moves to to maybe get him sparked to come back. For example, at uh, the beginning of uh, last episode, in this episode, you will hear a disclaimer right at the very beginning. The very first thing you hear is that this podcast, this episode, will contain spoilers. Now, no one even brought that up. I believe that's never been done on the show. That was never, in fact, the show had a pretty hardcore policy that. If spoilers even came up, it'd be cut out, muted, or I think maybe if Jason was in a really good mood, put it at the end of the episode. I don't know what. Am I wrong, guys? Or
2: uh, we we occasionally did did like some hard passes to uh, to spoiler content, but it was you know after after much warning. But but no, I'm I'm pretty sure the reason one of the reasons Jay quit was that I kept I kept uh, making him have to edit out things. <laughs>
1: Right, when he all he had to do was just put it right at the beginning, and then that's just one edit you do once, and it's there forever. But I honestly <laughs> thought it would make him be like, I don't think so, and then come back.
2: <laughs> Pretty well with uh, with talking about Triple Frontier, because we're going to crucify him tonight.
1: Right, and also...
2: I thought he'd come back.
1: Also, um, when, I mean, you know, the analogy was... I mean, Ryan, I love that you found it touching. I was really... I mean, I tried to think about it. You know, who's the the brains and the brawn and the the heart and the, I don't know, uh, defense mechanism for humor. I, I, You know, whatever. And I, all I was thinking is because of what happened... And, 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 and who's the
2: herpes outbreak?
1: Who's the herpes? Well, I kind of was like, because of the last episode, you know, we're all just the genitalia now and we're all just dicks. Because I don't know if you guys heard, but... Uh, Carl, when we were talking about Walmart, made a, a comment that he would rather I don't know what he said exactly. I don't basically, he'd rather die or <laughs> commit suicide than be a Walmart greeter. And I said, There goes our you know, like Walmart greeter listeners, or I said something like, You know, there was those I just made this up at the time, I thought it was a total joke, like, you know, there's this one guy. Who was a greeter at Walmart, who was like, the one thing he had was his podcast. And then he was just going to end it now because we were making fun of him. And and there was a listener who is a it Walmart happened. greeter who was totally hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I I just found the whole thing so ironic. In my mind, I would have never thought that it would actually be a literal situation. What, do you, did, you guys, what did you guys think?
0: I didn't think it would ever actually happen. But it happened. And that's... In a way,
2: but it's actually it's it's, the funny thing is that listener, you're you're way cooler than Carl. (laughs) Carl's a Carl's a petulant, prideful turd.
1: (laughs) Well, does anyone else have any thoughts about the whole thing? Like, did you? Did anyone feel bad? You know, did anyone feel like any? Uh, I
0: I I feel bad anytime uh, anybody their feelings hurt if i had anything to do with it but with that said we're you know, i i would never intentionally try to hurt someone's feelings if i say something that comes across as a joke on the show that's exactly what it is and i don't think we've reached out to that listener and talked to him i i can't speak for him but i i think he understands that i think he's just uh
2: some frustrations sure yeah, you know, he's, uh, I think he's all right. I've never said anything offensive ever.
0: <laughs> it's actually funny. One of the things that, because when Sal was talking about how Jay was the functioning heart of MPW, I asked him, "Well, what, like, what about me? What body part am I?" And he went on to say all the different body parts that everybody is. And so you, what did you say? You said, um, "Never I'm say anything." Well, he, yeah, he says. I had a tough time coming up with a body part for Andy because bless him. What I think makes the most sense is that Andy is the vocal cords slash mouth of MPW. Just like for anyone's mouth, sometimes it gets you into trouble. (laughs) Other times it makes you sound really smart. I want you to shut up and we'll PayPal money to do so.
2: (laughs) I resent resent the implication that I've ever been smart.
0: Panchemen refused to speak for better or worse Andy's the mouth of MPW <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes oh. on to talk about to talk about you William Oh he says besides being a part of the pacemaker keeping MPW going I'm not sure if William is an actual body part <laughs> consciousness or the conscious of MPW Across different podcasts on the Movie Podcast Network, I've often heard Solo voice his frustration with having to give out a rating or, more common, to follow. He doesn't want to steer people wrong based solely on how he feels about something. He would react to it. Basically, if Andy's mouth gets MPW in trouble, it's Williams' conscious that keeps MPW out of trouble. <laughs>
2: huh. That's that's fair. Yeah,
1: I Apps. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know you were going to read that, but
2: what's that dude's name? Oh. Sally? Huh?
1: <laughs> Ryan, who was that?
2: That was uh Sal Roma. Oh, Sal, not Sally.
1: No. Uh,
0: when he was talking about me, he referred to uh, he referred to me as a third nipple, which is funny. <laughs> what's that supposed to mean he says he's well i'll just read it in its entirety uh, just because i've already picked some odd body parts selections for others i'm going to continue the trend for ryan Cells injected into mpw's body to be grown into whatever mpw is requiring back when josh left ryan was brought on to replace josh and regrow that missing part started to make his own impact on the body, offering things that no one knew was missing from MPW. Now, granted, maybe some of what he added to the body was about as useful as a third nipple. Teen I mean, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but other things like his knowledge and opinions on superheroes have benefited the body. So, What's happening in this new era of MPW, I suspect Ryan's role in the body continues to change, filling in for whatever is now missing with Jay's departure.
1: Um, yeah. I don't think a third nipple fits <laughs> but I think his description of what he's trying to say makes sense but you know third nipple that's not not even close I, I don't even know what the. <laughs> the <laughs> I don't know what that would represent as a person on a podcast
0: <laughs> you're like the third nipple of this group <laughs> that's so awesome and then one last thing here I. Uh, they say I'm Carl be- is the um Carl just the, just he's the, the sore, hemorrhoid? He's the sore muscles.
2: Ah, uh, right.
0: And now, now I won't I won't read it because it's very long. But Vance said, "Jay, if you're reading this, please come back." <laughs> to which I responded, "Sure, Vance. I guess we could bring Jay back. Keep in mind that would mean this episode would have been released in late August." <laughs> Suck
1: it. Now, did is Vance, did he uh, already say that? Is this like the second time he's just like begging? Didn't someone already uh, say, please come back? It was,
0: it was in reference to the fact that we liked Captain Marvel.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I think it's great that anyone would care enough to break down this metaphor. It makes you, it <laughs> I makes, do too. It makes me feel loved. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate it.
0: Last, I, I actually feel appreciated. Thank you. I, that's, that's neat.
1: Um, right. I would never have thought to describe any of it like this, but I love that that's where it went. So if you want to be part of that, go to the website and, you know, suggest, start some other metaphor maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: if MPW was, uh, if MPW were animals that didn't make
1: <laughs> sorry. Ryan, I that totally cut out. Are you guys hearing Ryan cut out? By cutting out? Um yeah, big time. I didn't in fact I didn't hear sometimes. I didn't hear what you just said. Oh well, that sucks. <laughs> so if we were animals what? I said
0: uh if we were animals that didn't make the cut for Noah's Ark.
1: Oh, okay. Nice. So, moving on. This is uh, this is something I, I just thought of, and it's because I saw the whole uh, afterlife with Ricky Gervais, and I was watching an interview with him, and it was in, you know, it's just one of those, sixty minutes kind of thing. It wasn't sixty minutes, but it was something filmed in in Britain, but. You know, it was a big thoughtful, who is Ricky Gervais? Let's let's go meet him in his world and go on a walk, you know, kind of a thing. And they end up in a you know, in a graveyard. And I believe this is how the whole interview ended. So, you know, it kept cutting back. But the interviewer says, you know, what do you want on your on your tombstone? And Ricky Gervais, I again I you know, I I understand editing, but I swear this is pretty quick without any sort of edit with time. He goes, quote And this is what he wants on his tombstone. Here lies Ricky Gervais. He had a laugh, then found a lump. Um, And I thought, so good too. Right, that's awesome. And then I thought, well, what do I want on my tombstone? You know, like, and again, I didn't think of this right away. Uh, But I thought, uh, I don't know why. I I think you know what. Have you guys ever seen that movie, Drowning Mona? With yes, the, with Danny DeVito and it's Bette Midler's best film. <laughs> Ryan, have you seen it? I have not. So, you know, oh, it's, it's so good. Dude. We're, we're getting to know each other, but I would be shocked if you didn't love it. It's it's an indie film, but it's it's totally. I think it's it, so good.
2: It's uh, it's Casey Affleck's first film, isn't it? Or one of them.
1: Yeah, early on. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, so the, the uh, you know. I guess I'll just say somebody dies that's kind of important and they're going to the gravesite, And it says on the tombstone, you know, like loving mother. And it said and dressmaker and the son of the of the person and the neighbor or whatever. They're like, I didn't know your mom made dresses. And the other guy goes, I didn't either. And I always thought that's the joke that keeps on giving. I want to do something like that. And I wanted to have mine be like beloved husband, father and friend, an avid stamp collector. And then I wanted everyone who goes, anyone who, no one's going to go to my gravesite, but maybe some family, right? And they're going to be like, I didn't know grandpa collected stamps. And I I just feel like that will be the funniest thing to me that will just keep on going forever. Like, where did his stamps go? Did anyone get them? Did they sell them? I've never, you know, owned a stamp in my life, but... (laughs) It'd be the same as if your tombstone said, "Like um, I hid the money. I hid the money out back."
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so did you guys uh, have a chance to think of anything for your tombstone?
0: The one I texted you earlier, but that was that was just that was my off-the-cuff answer without any thought.
1: Well, I loved it. What was it? Why don't you say?
0: Uh, let me pull it back up here real quick before, because then you then you said like, "Stop! Don't do it! Uh, save it!" right well stop so I stop I thinking about it oh <laughs> so, uh, my mine would say Ryan was cremated. the guy buried here may or may not be Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is very funny
1: now why Tommy Lee Jones
0: it was originally Tom Hanks, but then I thought Tommy Lee Jones was funnier
1: it's definitely funnier. is there any implication that like like you 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 like killed him or oh, or no,
0: it's just I this might it might be Tommy Lee Jones and I think the concept of that is funny.
1: Yeah. I laughed.
0: get up to find out. So it might not be Tommy Lee Jones. It's, it's like Schrodinger it's Schrodinger's Jones.
1: Right. I
0: think it's a great I would really like I I would really like to have do you guys ever watch Deadwood?
1: Yeah. Love Deadwood. Jin's
0: uh uh Al Swear and speech to Merrick about uh pain and damage not ending the world probably be what I'd want on my tombstone.
1: <laughs> Isn't that a bit long?
0: It is, but I it's a huge tombstone.
1: <laughs> right. Because I had a backup where I said, "Here lies William Charles Rowan Jr." The name is so long the family couldn't afford to say anything else.
2: <laughs> That's a good one. That's, That's pretty good. good.
1: Um, Andy, did you have a chance to think of what you'd want on your tombstone?
2: Now I want to be cremated, so I don't. I don't intend on having a, a tombstone. Well,
1: well, come on. Regardless, I think to get but, in the but spirit, if I
2: have to have a tombstone. <laughs> yeah. I want it to say. This tombstone represents the last chore he could give to his children (laughs) thanks for
1: visiting right now i'm curious so uh ryan where you are is that a tradition everywhere like at least in the united states where people go like memorial day and labor day weekend and clean up the clean up the family's uh headstones have you ever done that
0: uh, you guys are going to laugh at me <laughs> we haven't done that
1: is that even a thing do you know what I'm referring to
0: yes I do know what you're I, I absolutely know what you're referring to okay. either going and cleaning up just like we're just going to go clean up the cemetery or actually cleaning up like your specific family or friends yeah. headstones yeah
1: yeah and you're saying why, why would we laugh at you you've never done it is that what you said
0: no, we don't. Uh, it's actually it's it's next weekend is uh, when we do it. Um, a bunch of us get together and we go to. There's a couple guys that we grew up with that were. Um, one of them was accidental. One of them was murdered. It's a thing. Uh, we we go to their graves. And we uh, <laughs> if you could you take the top off a bottle of, of of booze and then you you upturn it and stick it in the ground. And let it drain into the ground so they can drink it, and we go have drinks with them. That's what we do. Wow! And then we clean up all the bottles. Well, that. So I guess we do. I guess we do clean up. <laughs> yeah, you're me- a your mess. <laughs> There's uh, probably forty or fifty of us, and we'll we go to a we go for lunch, and then we uh, they're all on motorcycles. I don't ride a motorcycle, so I just follow along in my truck. Forty or fifty. Uh, this
1: is huge.
0: Yeah the gravesite and we uh we get hammered
1: now uh, everybody
0: everybody brings like a pint bottle of whatever that and then we you, you stick it you just jam it in the ground and you just let it slowly seep into the earth and bottom and then you drink and and then we head into town and close out a bar
1: now is this like one of those uh like ice sculptures at a party once it's melted the party's over like once the liquid has fully basically empty. wow i think this is awesome man why why would it's, we- it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool thing i mean well it's just it's funny you bring
0: up like something really sweet like do you guys go to the cemetery and you know clean up gravestones and stuff and it's like yeah yeah after we drink everywhere <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, here's a question. Just, uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how long everyone wants to spend on this. So I'm assuming, you know, so you got 50 people there. That's a lot of people. Uh, and you're all drinking a lot. So there's a couple things. One, uh, what, what if the the moment takes you where you have to go to the restroom? Do you find, I don't know, like other families that you've have problems with? How do you choose?
0: Hey, piss on this guy over here in particular. Are there, are there porta potties? (laughs)
1: Like, well, that's a lot of people kind of wrangle a lot of needs. How does this all work? There's a poor Melvin. A,
0: <laughs> poor Melvin. Uh, uh, we live out in the country, man. So there's like cornfields and stuff.
1: Oh, okay. It's just in the middle of nowhere or something.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's in the middle of nowhere.
1: Now, so do you go to the edge of the property then and then pee into the, the cornfields? Is that generally the idea? Yeah.
0: Yeah, if he had to, yeah.
1: I mean, again, I know this sounds so stupid. I'm so fascinated. Now, what if you are really drunk and that's too far away and you're not going to make it? I mean, are you afraid of being cursed, like a pee curse? I am not. No, I
0: am not. I don't think I, you know, I've never heard of a pee curse, so <laughs> I can't be afraid of a thing of which I don't know to be afraid of.
2: Well, there's a movie. There's a, there's a movie to be made there, Ryan or a. Uh, uh, William, there's there's a horror movie to be made there. I, I hey, they they make them
1: based off any other random thing Happy, like
2: Happy Go Lucky Cemetery residents who get pissed off because they got pissed on. <laughs> I th- you could call it pissed off.
1: But I th- <laughs> this is great. I mean, it's, it sounds like one of the, like the scary movie kind of horror movies. Or are we? Yeah, no, it's a slasher. No, we're taking this serious. Yeah, but it's
2: still a slasher.
1: I do remind... I, it reminds me... One time I saw a trailer, I saw this in the 90s. And it, I, it was probably a Stephen King book. And the movie was like, this girl like is you know like a rich, snobby, pretty girl. Like Makes fun of a homeless lady or something that's fat. You're a fat loser. And the premise of the movie was, she's, I don't know, some sort of evil gypsy. She's like, I curse you. And then she like turns into an ugly skeleton or something. That was the entire concept of the film. And I was just like, Yeah, they're desperate. They're gonna they're gonna come up with any random weird thing.
2: I'm telling you, with the right with, with the right uh, words in your treatment and knowing the right person, the movie that we just came up with would get made.
0: Are you calling it P curse? Oh, I think we call it
2: Pissed
1: Off. Pissed Off.
0: Oh, Pissed Off. There you go. Pissed Off. I can already see Pissed Off (laughs) 4.
1: It's just where people piss on random things that they shouldn't (laughs) and get cursed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: There you go. All
1: right. Well, that's my Have You Ever Wondered and if, like that. if you guys ever want to think of a have you ever wondered i would love to hear it and i'm talking to andy and carl andy carl is not here and ryan and also the listeners if they want to suggest some good have you wonders this is I like my- that
0: one too if they want to suggest something we will answer it
1: right maybe i mean yeah maybe.
0: It's true. it depends on, <laughs> depends on what they say right all
1: right so anything else before we go to our feature reviews this, nope. is, this is my official nope. host. That's my official host voice. <laughs> All right, so we've got Afterlife, Triple Frontier, Love, Death, and Robots. What else do you guys have that you want to talk about?
2: Are we going to wait on us? Well,
1: Andy, I don't mind if we discuss it somewhat, but how would you go about it without spoiling it for Ryan? Who we care more about Ryan being spoiled, apparently, than anyone Listening randomly, who hasn't seen it?
0: If I could, if I could throw my, if my two cents. Yes, please. Uh, coming from a guy who doesn't believe spoilers really exist, <laughs> um, I'm going to see this movie with my wife and my sister in law and my brother in law this weekend.
1: Right, well, we can wait. Yeah, let's wait. It would want
2: to wait? just be three weeks. It's true.
1: Well, I don't think I think it'll be worth it because. The fact that Carl revealed that he hated it, and because I feel like there are some pretty heavy themes, and maybe even like, you know, opinions and emotions that might be attached to it, I think it'll be an epic review if we have all seen it and then discuss it. I think it'll be worth it.
2: How about you and I do a non-spoiler review for our audience of whether they should we'll, see it, and then and then we'll do and then we'll do, yeah, and then we'll do then we'll do full spoilers. I, uh, think when, when I think that's I think that's
1: fine.
0: Okay, that's a great compromise.
1: Well, and Ryan, if you think it's getting too spoily, then you uh, you can mute your mic. We'll text you. You'll just tell us if you're going to do that or not. I suppose. Okay. Okay, so us, right? That's what we added. Anything else that we want to add to? So far, we have got four four things. I'll do okay. it. All right. What do you want to start with? Let's do us then, because it so we can just get it out of the way. Okay. Um, Andy, do you, uh, do you want to?
2: Go ahead. You want me to? No, I'll do it. Okay, yeah, please. Uh, Us is a coming of age film starring Gene Triplehorn and Richard Dreyfuss. No, none of that's true. No, that doesn't. Sorry, sound, that I have my matter. Amazon up right now. I was looking right. at. Uh, I was looking at a movie. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, that is doesn't uh, seem right. us is keegan keegan michael key's buddies jordan peele's second foray into uh into direction in film uh, it's a horror film um you will remember him from get out exclamation point
1: did we all like that by the way
2: uh, i loved it ryan have you seen get out yeah it's phenomenal okay yeah, yeah it's, it's fantastic. Um, earned him an Academy Award if I recall Um, anyway uh, Us uh, stars a uh, uh, a black family uh, who goes on vacation and then they then they find out that somebody is trying to they become the victims of a burglary uh, and it, it gets very scary yes um, and it has some and it has some incredibly deep themes that he a hundred percent meant in, in what he does it is it is disturbing and frightening and funny all at the same time. um it's it's a it's a little less accessible than um, than, than I thought Get Out was, uh, but it's uh, it's a wonderful film.
1: Yeah. So uh, my memory is because uh, I I took my wife to this because I told her I had to see it and she wanted to go out to see a movie. She does not like these kind of movies, and she basically told me after seeing it. This is exactly why I remember not liking these kind of movies. She was uh, scared out of her mind. I mean, she was
2: classic. Oh, it's, it's legitimately frightening.
1: Yeah, and, it, and it's more classic horror. So Get Out is, is, you know, I mean, look, we have some connection to our sister podcast of uh, – You know, the horror genre, and they have endless hours of conversation about what is or isn't horror and all the subgenres. And that's awesome. That's what you would expect from that podcast. Uh, But in general, I think that get out some more psychological thriller uh, with horror, obviously elements uh, being homaged there. This one is up straight up tip. Like, you know, anyone who likes horror. Is going to be very, very familiar here. There's much more gore, blood, horror, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: This this is straight up horror. Yeah. It's it's legitimately terrifying.
1: Yeah. And I would say I think it's quite above par for the genre. This is a much more thoughtful, well thought out, well executed horror. And I'm not trying to, I like horror, so I'm not trying to throw down on it. But just like science fiction, there's a lot of B- C D horror and B C D science fiction, you know, and there's very few. I think A, you know, ironically, my my favorite movies of all time are in are in the horror. You know, like if I took Jaws, The Shining, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, they're my all-time favorite movies. And the problem is, is they're so good that a lot of horror doesn't hold up to them. I think, but this one is is I think stands out. I think you can expect that nothing is has been thoughtless it's not cheap necessarily scares there i can't think of it right now like cheap jump scares are often horror movies now they serve their purpose but this one has jump scares but i think it all makes sense it all flows um it makes sense to me as far as like of a higher ca- caliber horror movie what did you think so andy
2: Oh, I thought so. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, this is, uh, I mean, when you look at the horror genre, they're usually lower budget. Um, and and you can, and it's reflected in its cinematography. It's reflected in the actors. It's, 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 it's reflected in its production values. You don't see any of that here. This is, this is highbrow. Well done. Beautiful. Uh, beautifully shot. Um, the the acting in this alone is is we're seeing it yeah when, when you realize that the construct here um, when you realize what what is being asked of these actors I mean it's 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 unreal um, I mean it's this is this is not this is not um, this is not horror though that's meant for. Um, for the masses at large this is horror this is a horror film for people who like horror films yeah yeah all right so if you if you think oh i really liked key and peel um and get out was kind of funny um i like i like jordan peele but you don't really like horror <laughs> this might not be your cup of tea
1: no not at
2: all
0: say that's, uh, that's actually refreshing to hear
2: yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, he's 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 super talented, but but part of being super talented is you you might not you might not be everybody's everybody's uh, kettle of fish. Yeah. So.
1: Um, yeah,
2: but that's all I really want to say about it.
1: Yeah, me too. So Andy, then uh, recommendations and ratings, if you so desire. What would you What would you say about this movie?
2: if you like horror films you should see this this is a this is a this is a for Zoloft film it's gonna it's gonna disturb you you're gonna you're gonna be looking for your you're gonna be looking for doppelgangers on your drive home from the theater to run them over (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, it's uh, this was great I I, I haven't been able to stop thinking about this film since I saw it so
1: so high recommend right yeah, I mean, yeah. My, I'm sorry. I said Zoloft.
2: You'd need, you'd need a more, you'd need a more immediate acting and anti anxiolytic <laughs> uh, This is, this is, this is for Abilify.
1: Right, Z- Zoloft's not strong enough. Is that what you're saying?
2: It's more of like a, a more like a maintenance drug. So it's, it's more about the levels that you keep at.
1: Oh, right. Z-
2: you, you'd uh, want something that's more uh, like acute. Zan-
1: yeah, uh, Xanax.
2: I went with Abilify, but you can go with something cheap like Xanax.
1: Well, what the hell is <laughs> Abilify? What is that? What does that mean?
2: It's a drug. Is
1: it? What drug is that? <laughs> it
0: sounds like know. a credit card
2: debt consolidation rip- company. It's 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 a rip I've
1: never heard of it, so sorry. Yeah, I didn't get the reference. I thought you were. I thought it was like some. I, just, I thought it was something totally different that you are referring uh, to. <laughs>
2: uh, a rip a rip result, a rip It's a it's an, an a, it's an atypical antipsychotic.
1: Oh, so sounds pretty potent. There, there you go. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one.
1: Yeah. anyway. All right. So mine's the same. You, you'll be glad you have it. Yeah. It's a high recommend uh, anyone who You know, you should know if you like scary movies or any Uh. sort of horror movies or not. And if you don't know, I don't know if this... Sure, go see this one. See how it works for you. (laughs) Uh, But regardless of that person who doesn't know if they do, but I'm assuming you definitely already know if you like it or not. And therefore, Mm. if you are in the mood for that kind of movie, I can't recommend this movie higher. It is so good uh, to the genre now when we get into spoilers uh which hopefully we'll do in a few weeks we can break down very specific aspects of the the plot or story acting filmmaking but it would be very hard to do it at this point so um i have more to say about it but right now that would be my recommendation me too now ryan let's move on to love death and robots which uh, i believe andy and i heard from you and then andy hurried and watched it and i uh, in case this matters, I've watched it all but the last three episodes, but I think I pretty much, unless there's something super surprising at the end, uh, I get. No, no, nothing surprising at the end. Right. Uh, you missed some good ones. The last three? Right. Well, I'm watching them tonight, but I just. Okay, cool. Anyway, so tell us how you did you know what this was? What's the setup to this?
0: Yeah, it's a a Netflix anthology of animated short stories that came from science fiction, fantasy, horror, cyberpunk, um, and then there's some comedy in there too. And it's an ultra-violent, highly sexualized, very much for mature audiences only type thing. And I saw the trailer for it, um, and maybe this is in february
1: oh wow okay
0: um and it was like yep that's what i want that's all i want forever <laughs> uh it came out uh and i watched all 18 episodes
1: um and they're they're, they're pretty short they're all under maybe 20 minutes most of them under 10
0: Mm -hmm. It's like the average is like 13 and a half minutes or something like that. Right. Uh, And there's 18 of these and they are, they're not episodic. It's not like they're connected. Um, They don't really even, I mean, I guess you could say they share some common themes, but it's not like
2: it's. they're They're even less connected than the Ballad of Buster Scruggs.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're short stories, right? They're each individually created different worlds, different uh, themes. I mean, yeah, they're similar things, but there's different characters going through different things completely, right?
2: Uh,
1: and this is a Netflix.
0: It's on Netflix. Yeah. And they're already talking about Love, Death, and Robots 2. Like... Peripherally, they haven't like officially greenlit a second season or uh, they, you know, or what it's about or anything like that. But they've been very well received. Um, Netflix was the only ones to take the flyer on this one, thinking that it was passed up by a lot of different services. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Netflix is like, yeah, just whatever, put it on there.
1: Well, (laughs) as much content as possible. You know, I wonder if that's true. I have no insight in and in their process, but I've noticed usually you don't get this many hits if you're just saying whatever, we just want content. I've noticed that the things that Netflix puts its stamp on and promotes it tends to be pretty good. Like even if I didn't even if it's not made for me, like I, I totally see its value is much more interesting than most things I see in that's theaters.
2: True. It's either good or at least it has somebody with a big name in it.
1: I mean the creator of this is Tim Miller. I believe he's the director of Deadpool. Isn't he? Yeah, didn't David Lynch have something to do with it too? Yeah, maybe. I I I'm not sure, but um I yeah, I, I mean maybe they like took a chance with it, but I was just like you, Ryan. I was the second I the first scene, first opening for short, I was sucked in and I was shocked how not only strong it stayed because they're all totally different each one is so good and so rich and so fascinating it doesn't like dip it doesn't get boring it doesn't it doesn't lose me um i think that says a lot maybe maybe it's our attention span that we're all getting shorter with but i was so into this
2: yeah i liked it i i think some of them would make I think Ryan said this. Some of them would make uh, really good feature-length films. Oh, totally.
0: You could, you could, um, suits. Suits, I think, is my yeah. favorite.
1: Yeah.
0: Suits and make that yeah, either so, a, so a
2: full-length
0: animated or just a full feature
2: film. Which ones were your favorites, um, William?
1: Well. I don't I don't remember them by names. Uh let's see. I loved um the one that stood out to me. Oh, you cut me off guard. There's the one where of course they they fight uh there's humans that kind of are digitally in their brains connected to fighters, monsters like that kind of fight. Uh, yeah,
0: that's that's uh the first one, Sunny's Edge.
1: No, it's the second one, I think. The first one is the three robots that are going on a trip to
2: explore post-apocalyptic, like you're uh you are, you are wrong about that. Oh, you've got them backwards. Do your I? Your
0: Netflix did. Yeah. And I think your Netflix did what my Netflix did, what? which is no matter what happened, it always had me watch three robots first.
1: Why? What's good. What is what are, What is it? No. Why would
2: they it's do that? Sunny's edge is first. Okay.
0: Sunny's edge is the first one. Sunny's edge is the one where they're mentally. That's the one you're talking about with the, um they're like the two big monsters
2: that fight each other
1: yeah yeah
2: the girl with the dragon tattooed.
1: yeah i i didn't see the uh, twist coming i loved it um and i just thought the themes of course it was early on so i didn't realize i mean there's even funny ones there's this one's not even that uh i don't know there's there's a the one in the junkyard uh dumb. i thought was really good <laughs> And I love I, I also
2: love uh, when the yogurt took over.
1: Oh, no, oh, that was amazing actually. Yeah. When I really liked
2: Three Robots. I thought Three Robots was funny.
1: Totally. Uh there's the one the one um, that that took me off guard like I didn't like necessarily the way it was like animated at first, but I loved the setup in the world and I thought it was like this was an entire feature film in 10 minutes and that was brilliant. It's one where there's farmers. Who have to pre- protect their that's suits. Oh, is that suits? Yeah, know. that's suits. Alright, yeah, that one's awesome. It's,
2: I, it's, I, it's uh, that's
0: the one I want to watch. I want to watch suits. I don't know if two hours of that. You know the other if I one want it I think to stay would be animated with... or if I want it to be cast live action and like done. Like as an actual feature film, I don't know which what I prefer. I just loved suits.
2: Yeah, Lucky yeah. Thirteen, I think is 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 similar. I think you could see. Yeah. Oh a full yeah. Full length. I think you could see a full length film of Lucky Thirteen. Hey, uh, did did any of you notice that uh, Ice Age was a was a blatant rip off of a of a South Park episode?
1: No. <laughs>
2: no, is it really? Where uh, where in a. Um, in an aquarium, uh, Car- Cartman grows a whole society of um, uh, sea people, and then they, uh, I, and I then they, their society advances, and you know, calamity ensues. I did like that one.
0: I thought it was, I, I thought it was cute how, because uh, that's that's Topher Grace and Mary Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, right?
1: I think so yeah, I, I didn't see that one that's that's the oh. next one
0: so you, you haven't seen that one you haven't seen uh alternate histories oh, and true. the secret war,
1: yeah, oh. I mean Funny. I love how you guys remember the titles of all these, so I'm going to agree unless they're playing them in a different order, but I did look at how many I had left it was the last three, and I did see uh yeah, I think those three were the ones
0: i i had to stop watching during uh helping hand
1: yeah is that the one the gravity homage or ripoff
0: that was uh i actually was that was uh cringe worthy for me
1: <laughs> i yeah. didn't
0: like that at all
1: yeah that in fact yeah, it that was good i mean there's so much there's so they're homaging <laughs> so much of science fiction and Like movie like Terminator and all that kind of stuff, right?
2: One more time for our listeners, though. Please, please do not watch these with your children. Oh, God, no.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, these are, this is a heavy R. And I say heavy R because I think you have like Children of Men or the first Matrix movie are very fluffy light R's. I don't even know why there are, right? These are heavy R's. Like, he, like yeah. yeah,
2: they earn they earn the rating. Yeah, they're so violent, and you know, use and, use all the words and
1: tons of nudity, male and female. Hmm. Um. Yeah. There,
2: there are there are some that don't have if 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 that's if that's something you're sensitive to. There are several that don't have. Um, you know, that are just violent and use the swears. <laughs> Those are the ones that that I that I liked Um, Suits in particular when Yogurt took over um, Helping Hand
1: Uh, it it also reminded me a little bit did you guys ever see um, the Animatrix it was all of these yeah so you know you got the first Matrix then they made the two sequels but I don't know how or when it came out but there was a I don't know if it was 12 there was like these mini short episodes animated of short stories that happened in that world that the Matrix is set in and and they're all different themes, styles, different directors. And I would be surprised if, you know, the creator of this uh you know, what who did I say it was? Like Tim Uh Tim Miller. Oh, produced, yeah, produced
2: yeah. by uh, joshua don donan david fincher jennifer miller miller and tim miller
1: i mean obviously they 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 probably saw those and were inspired like there should be more of this kind of stuff the the, the possibilities are endless like, you can do much bigger scope with less money you know than a feature film if you were to make it practical and sure i, I think it's a great idea in fact i think things like this should happen in almost any genre even i don't know yeah, any of them. I mean, there might be some I don't wouldn't care to ever even see. But I think people who love like drama, maybe, which isn't my go-to, drama movies, or you know, Victorian, like Pride and Prejudice, tends to make me want to vomit in my mouth a little bit when I find myself in that world where a bunch of rich people are bickering about their rich problems, and I'm like, "Boo, you guys suck." <laughs> yeah,
0: I-, I think it's a cool platform for. Um I wonder how many I wonder how many of these people have ideas like this that they want to see in a full feature film the money or the scope to do but they could animate it in 13 minutes and hopefully someone watches it and says, "Hey, I like what you did on that Love Death and Robots your episode suits, for example. Have you adapt that to something bigger?"
1: yeah i mean that's totally a thing i mean that's what short short documentaries and short films I, that's that's the entire concept is they go on to
0: well it's just like we had we had a time freak was a short yeah event, it won an oscar or it was nominated for an oscar and then it got optioned to go you know become a feature-like film so i guess that is a thing that happens isn't it
1: even with uh, yeah. even with social media or just fan like YouTube, you can have like "Lights Out" was a short that just got so popular. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that they make a feature.
2: The the other really cool thing about this um, collaboration is it's it's eighteen shorts that are all directed by different people, all created by different um, different art houses. I mean, I think it's I think it's twelve. Twelve completely separate um, animation teams, um, and, and so a, a bunch of people that, that are that have created this really cool thing, but that, that aren't your typical DreamWorks, Disney, Pixar crew.
1: Yeah. I mean, can, I I know like this yeah. is perfect for this world, but can you imagine if there was a comedy? You know, there's a whole comedy with different styles that uh, are easier to get away with in different, maybe bigger worlds or settings that comedies don't usually have the funding for. And the same goes for. I mean, there was one horror one, the the Dracula one. Um, but whole- I would watch
0: literally any drama, right? Or right. and not drama, any genre. If, if you did me, uh, you did fantasy because it's all of these genres are subgenres of horror fantasy and sci-fi are the same way sure i mean there's there's high fantasy low fantasy there's i mean there's star wars is a fantasy if we want to get into that argument
1: right well it's you know it basically starts even though i i do say it's in space so i see why it fits for science fiction or whatever but it does start like once upon a time is the way those movies okay. starts
0: <laughs> um but even thinking- I, I would watch love death and robots the rom-com edition I yeah. would watch that.
1: And see to me like I don't watch um a lot of sports. I do have some movies uh like Field of Dreams. It's not a sports movie, but I I love certain the best kind of sport movies, but if there was a whole series like this and it was like short stories about like whatever it was in sports, I would be able to consume it, enjoy it I think much easier and more than I don't know, watching trying to get me to go to the next uh I don't know. I don't want to trash it, you know, the the story of a, a baseball again and somewhere else. I don't want to trash baseball, but I just think like this is it's just such a more uh, easy, consumable way to get quicker stories that maybe like a studio would be like, it's just not big enough or it's just we want we're going to complicate it. It just there's so much more room here, I think. I I would be shocked if we don't see actually more of this everywhere.
0: I think we will.
1: So Ryan, obviously, I think anyone listening would know all three of us. But what do you recommend and rate for this? If you want, oh, this
0: is a, I, I, uh, this is a ten out of ten. Watch immediately. Um, I think it's borderline. It, it's borderline masterpiece. Is to string together eighteen. animated stories and never lose my attention when the tone shifts from one to the other is incredible. That's a, that's a feat.
1: Yeah. Andy. uh, Again, I need to clarify something real quick. Are you guys, I want you to know in all honestly. Oh yeah. You said 10 out of 10, please feel free to rate these. Anything we talk about. I just don't, you don't have to. (laughs) Right. I don't want anyone to tiptoe around that. It's just like if you if you if you like Pride and Prejudice, that's awesome. I just don't. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but anyway, Andy, what do you think about this?
2: This is this is a this is a an 800 ibuprofen.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's the rating. What about which, the- I, which I really need, which I really
2: need for my shoulder tonight? Uh, I really like this. Um. It's not for everyone. It's in yeah. fact, it's not for a lot of people.
1: All right, so that's good. Correct. Why don't you name oh. someone you think it's not for, like, if you can, like uh, your grandma? He, he,
2: yeah, oh, I mean, you got to really grandma. like you got you got to like you got to like steampunk. I think to like this. Okay. Um You you got to be you got to be comfortable with 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 brutal gore and with foul language and, and depending on the episode with um
1: sexuality um what's the, is there a better word for that
2: right. no that's fine okay uh, although although a lot of the a, a lot of the um the nudities is not sexual it's it's um you know, more, more, but a lot of it's non sexual.
1: Well, I, I'm just referring to a lot of these androids and robots aren't wearing clothes. And I was getting pretty excited.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> oh man. I don't know where your mind anyway, is. What are you talking not- about?
0: what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Me? <laughs> a lot of
2: it's non sexual.
1: No, I'm sorry. Right? Like the, yeah, uh,
2: like 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 the guy who loses his pants in the dump. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not sexual. Right? It's just a big dong. Like the like the uh, like no. the, like the the, it, the father and the father it, you know. and son who get who get stranded in the desert.
1: All right, that one you're dead on. The other one you're wrong. There's totally scenes in that dump where uh, I believe it's a flashback of his friend comes oh. over and says. Yeah. You need yeah, ch- yeah. yeah, you need to check out the whorehouse, and here's some literature to, to, to read correct. up on it. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want my We're boys. Out.
2: Yeah, but the- <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. No, no, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying it's not. Uh, I, I agree. Oh, beyond the Aquila
0: Rift has some, ...begging in it.
1: I mean, look. Mm-hmm. If you're at a point where you're you're gonna watch some episodes and and not others, I don't know, man. You're on your own. I mean, you gotta you gotta be an adult. Figure that out. But overall, we're saying this is not for kids or people who don't want to see hard R's. There is a lot mm-hmm. of heavy violence and nudity. Yep. Yeah.
2: It's like yep. um, um, it's like if you like some R, you can you can watch uh, you can watch Suits. It's sure.
0: like if a if a a really good MMA UFC title fight,
2: Caligula, <laughs> animated, yeah, in space, <laughs> and, and the MMA and the MMA fighters had knives.
0: Yes, it's <laughs> like if it's a if it's a a professional knife fight in space with Helen Mirren's Caligula. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly right oh wow
1: this took a animated yeah all right anything else andy
2: no nope.
1: mine is also you understand that it is a hard r and other than that it is the highest of recommends it's beautiful wonderful entertainment and art at the same time i can't recommend it more all right now we are going to Triple Frontier, and uh, hey, man,
2: oh, we, hey, can we can we announce full spoilers?
1: Oh uh, yeah, no. wait yeah. the the show starts out with uh, spoilers all around, but I think it Just is nice. Them. Yeah, since all three of us saw it, we we're gonna go all out on this movie. Yep.
2: yep.
1: Um, I was gonna read from IMDb, but basically you have these five you know special ops (laughs) soldiers who are uh semi-retired or totally retired in their lives and one of them is doing kind of uh what's that work where they're hired by mercenaries well no is that mercenaries well no it's like the it's when you hire a company to like uh You know, ex-soldiers like and their security for you. It's like it's called something like even in the Middle East, like they're called black. The company's like black
2: Uh, Black ops.
1: No, no, Ryan. The right word. What is it, Ryan?
0: No, I don't don't think black ops is the right word. They're
1: uh. Okay, it's Blackstone or something. Contractors. Yeah, they're contractors, but they're like mercenary kind of, or they're they're highly trained. Blackwater. Blackwater. Is that what it is? Right. Blackwater is a company.
2: That's just a company, though.
1: Right, but I mean that's the one well chapstick well known.
2: All right, I'll I'll find that word. I'll find the word. You keep talking. Okay.
1: Well, one of them is still doing that, um, and finds out that a drug lord, you know, uh, where he lives, where it's been a secret, and uh, all of his money, all of his drug money is is there, and that he figures, I uh, we can I'll get my old team together. Who are, you know, teaching seminars or selling houses, real estate or flying rich people to their drunken you know, gambling parties, whatever. Uh, and they say, hey, let's all, you know, that we, we put our lives on the line for the country, you know, and look what we, we don't have a lot to show for it. But, you know, sore knees. And I'm doing this on purpose, by the way, though, these little tropes. If you haven't seen uh-huh. this before in a movie, then you haven't seen a lot of of these kind of movies. <laughs> anyway, and they're like, "Hey, let's, you know, let's go just sne- sneak in there. I've a way in. We'll take out the drug lord, take the money, and live uh, rich lives." And that's the premise of the setup. Um I don't know what else to say before I just start. I actually cuz you guys were texting about this quite a bit before I'd seen it. So I wasn't really reading your text very carefully other than it created a riff of who thought this was even good or not good and why, but I, I since I don't know it that well, I would love to hand this over for you guys to set up, kind of that aspect of it. Like Ryan, do you want to? What's What's your thoughts of of where you went with this?
0: I I was very excited for this movie when the trailer first came out at the
1: was it during the Super Bowl that came out or before that? I don't know. Um, I mean, is it uh, part of it? Cause these actors, these are a great lineup of actors, right?
0: I thought the cast is great. And, but then that's, I've been burnt, you know, we've all been burnt by that. You see this awesome cast and you say, you think, Oh, well that to be awesome. And then, and, and I don't think it was the, uh, it wasn't th- the acting that was bad or the, um, the actors that were chosen to play the roles that bothered me. It was just the, I think the movie had some production problems. Well, what's a,
1: what do you think? Like, what's an example?
0: Well, it was recast like three or four times. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Wow. Um, Yeah. Originally it was going to be uh, the, uh, the Oscar Isaacs and Ben Affleck characters uh Johnny Depp and Tom Hanks no come on are you serious? Yeah yeah and then that didn't work out and then it was like Will Smith and Mark Wahlberg and then it was Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum and then it ended up with Oscar and Ben. He's one of those movies that like it's been being made for eight years.
1: Oh yeah, it says the film has been in development since 2010.
0: So I think it might have got to the point where they just had to get it finished and put out there, which is maybe why some of the decisions were made. Hmm. I'm conjecting. Um, just I wanted uh, I wanted the movie to be better.
2: Oh.
0: Um, and, I, and I wanted it to make I wanted just to be made by the characters. And then I also just wanted I wanted the whole outcome to be completely different. But
2: That's where I my with Ryan. I I thought the I thought the acting was just fine in this. The cinematography was great. I mean they, they, it was it was a very high high production values film. But but what they what they did to to make this and, and, and just to be clear, this is a fun film. You're not going to you know, you you can you can tear it apart and talk about how dumb it is, but you're still going to have fun watching it. Oh yeah. It's still a good, it's still a good film. Yeah. It's a a fine film. Um, But, but in its, though it is a fine film, it is a dumb film. There are the, there are some, some real serious plot contrivances and some, and some character development that is inconsistent with, with logic and inconsistent with, Um, with characters, later actions.
1: Right. So real quick,
2: and it makes it hard hard to swallow because, because we can
1: do spoilers. Let's just say, what was the moment you knew? uh, Like, was there a moment that you're like, Oh, what the
2: hell? What was pissed off when they, when they, when they, when they were in the home and it was time to go and they had already found tons of money and Ben Affleck's character said uh, no I built in more time we can take more all right and it and it and it, it, it was so inconsistent with the character that they had told me about 30 minutes earlier
0: there, there was no reason he would act that way none he was captain professional he was the man he was brought on the trip yeah. specifically because he was their leader guy
1: that he could come yeah. up with a plan. Right.
2: Right. And, 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 and they had, they had, you know, they, they went in with an idea in their mind of how much money they were going to clear. Right. Yeah. And, and though, and though they were, they were, they were undoubtedly presented with an opportunity to make, you know, 10 times that hundred times that, when they when they chose when they chose to abandon their um, their their principles of of this is our this is our uh, this is our extra extraction moment we've got to go. It, it just made it unbelievable to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I believe even his other compadres there also were shocked, right? Uh, like they were all like, "What yeah. are you talking about?" Like
2: you know so that
1: yeah. so i think well, and for no good reason had, uh- for no good reason it wasn't like it wasn't
2: like they were going to walk away empty-handed like 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 but i i i engage in a handful of activities where there are there are drop dead turnaround times one of them is mountaineering right we we all know stories about you, you you're climbing everest i haven't climbed everest but you're climbing everest and and you're 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 300 feet from the summit, but you've reached your, you've reached your drop dead 2 PM turnaround and you've got to turn around and go down. If you don't, you die. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but this isn't that situation. This isn't, this isn't, they were, they had, they had spent their one hour inside this house and hadn't found anything. And then all of a sudden they found out where the money was, but they had to, um, they had to. They had to decide whether they were going to their um, their bug out time or or stick around. Say, they had already collected collected far more money than they had anticipated collecting. Needed to leave, and so his greed is just. It's not just that he was greedy. He was. He he was. Inconsistent within his character, in that he wanted to take more money than he originally wanted, had thought he was going to take. Is that how you see it, Ray? Yes. And, and because and it he is, did that, it
0: was not what he would. It's not.
2: Would never have made that decision. Uh, and then we, and then we have a whole series of events that occur after that. That. Right.
1: So uh, um, that, b- before you bring it up clause, Mine was my first time I realized what, like, I honestly was really annoyed. It's where they, they load up, uh, you know, like a, a big helicopter that, that can can take a lot of weight. And then at some point they go, well, it can't carry all of this money. Like it's too much weight. And we won't, we won't, if we, if we do, if we exceed it, we won't get over this mountain range that we have to get over to our, to the rendezvous with the ship and the ocean to to escape. And they're like, "Oh well, let's just do it." Well, it's like we can do it. I have it was almost yeah. like I have faith, and I'm like, "You guys are idiot! Like, what What kind of conversation See, I, is this? I don't know anything about being a soldier. You're training, but why would you say that right now when it's like this is your only way
2: out, and you're going to risk it to that level?" You went, in, you went in thinking these guys went in thinking that they were going to clear a couple of million a piece. They ended up, they ended up trying to haul out. But it wasn't a wasn't it like five hundred million or something like that? Yeah. And 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 they and and when they were taken off in their helicopter, they knew that they they knew that they weren't going to be able to, to clear the pass with the with the extra two hundred and fifty million. Right. The pilot and says so rather it. than yeah, rather than rather than store it someplace where they could come back and get it on a second run. Right. They risk it all and and and, and try to fly over mountain pass and guess what happens they don't make it yep and it's that's just and it's just done it's just done there were there were so many ways for these guys to be successful on a dime that it just it just yeah yeah anyway i mean yeah
0: you you got pedro pascal is the pilot mm
1: -hmm.
0: the best pilot guy and then he makes decisions like that and then at one point, they're on the mountain pass with the donkeys, and he's like, hey, don't lose your head. Let's stay calm and cool and collected. Reason guy who then wants to suddenly kill everything he sees <laughs> right now. He wants to kill children. He's 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 that whole last thing. He's yelling at Oscar Isaacs to shoot him and kill him.
1: Right. His shift is You,
0: very- you, you shifted character. You're a different character all of a sudden. Yep. So,
1: yeah. yeah, so for me, um, that was when I was like, oh, you know what? Because I knew why they were doing that. That That's a whole setup for conflict, right? They, they got the money. Nothing really went that wrong. Right? You got a lot of movie left. So anyone who knows, anyone who even I- has seen a film knows they can't just go, they can't just fly off into the sunset and then drink margaritas
2: on a beach. It's boring, right? I'm fine with there needing to be conflict, but the way they created the conflict is inconsistent well, uh, right. It was stupid. Character development.
1: It was lazy. It's lazy it was just
2: writing. Stupid. It's lazy writing. Yeah. All three. All three of the events that give right. So it's called Triple Frontier because there were kind of three, three distinct places where these guys had to, kind of fight their way out, um, and, and for each of them, the reason they were in the trouble they were in in that in that particular situation was. Was an illogical and moronic decision by by one of the by one of the characters.
1: Yeah, it's and, yeah, and it's just dumb. Yeah, so the first one I I gave it a pass. I'm like, well, movies do this all the time. You know, they didn't know how to get the writer or the director. They didn't know how to you know create the conflict that made sense. I, w- I hadn't turned on the film yet when I and I don't know why this moment turned to me, but they're they're on they've now got to a point where they've crashed and you know they terrorize a small farming town or well maybe it was a i think they said it was a drug they were farming drugs but you know it seems simple farmers and then they decide well we're gonna load up a bunch of donkeys and with the money and then go go on it like lord of the rings style over the mountain pass and i'm just like what where is this going and it, and it cuts to some – they're all on this, like, very steep I mean, and very, like, uh, short edge like, p- trail. And someone yells, hey, guys, I think this is the old – um, oh, what was that? Smuggler's the, Trail. Yeah, Smuggler's Trail. And yeah, I was I'm like – Smuggler's Trail. I was like, screw you. What are you talking about? This is bullshit. I was so annoyed. There's I was so like –
2: Smuggler's Trail. Yeah, it I'm says like, the so right trail. here. I'm like, I'm out. And then, though – in, the, in this particular area of south america <laughs>
1: right but so then i'm annoyed i know i, I now know i kind of don't, i don't like this film but then there's a part where they lose one of the the donkeys over the they're arguing like idiots on on in the most dangerous place ever Up uh, and bickering stuff not like hey uh you know hurry grab this thing we're all going to die it was just arguing hey you keep moving and and then pushing them and it's just juvenile and then of course the yeah. one of the the donkeys go down and all I thought was like oh is this where the term like ass down go- comes from I'm like ass down ass down <laughs> <laughs> just like what this is a comedy now cuz i don't know something about that donkey you know exploding with all the money i just thought it was so funny but then it just gets darker and more bickering and and on, honestly i don't want to just have to conclude the whole thing but this is basically these are the biggest they could be great soldiers uh very brave uh, as far as their characters and i'm not mocking anyone who does this in real life but this movie these five guys are the biggest idiots ever to do yeah. it i don't even know how they were alive this long or if this is just the moment where their brains all broke but i found it okay so this is a movie about five idiots thinking they could do a heist that they couldn't but then i'm like so why why is this interesting like where's the value and good storytelling in that then you know
0: I think it I means, honestly, there's I, so I, many I, I, things.
2: Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry.
0: No, I, I, I was there's set. so <laughs> many things.
2: <laughs> there's a delay. <laughs> go,
1: go, Ryan. There are so many
0: things that could have been done better or different in this film that would have made it like an A plus film for me. I think if they would have everything went right, except Ben Affleck's character made a—he just been maybe he's been out of it long enough that he made a, a a calculation error, and everyone showed up back at the place at the right time, and they had to fight their way out, and that was the end of the movie. Um, if there would have actually been somebody chasing them through the mountains the whole time yeah exciting for me um i don't know how many times i can watch them move a bag from one place to another place it's crazy ultimately what i think would have made the movie better is if they all would have died i think they all should have died better than the ending we got which was like no i'm going to be altruistic I shares. Yeah. Let's hug in the street. I, I,
1: right. One last stand
0: down. Die. That's what I was. I would have liked it to have been. We've got an army of the guys, men down by the water. We've got another one. Following us over the mountains. Let's just make our stand right here.
1: Yeah. Butch almost, Cassidy. Almost like just, um,
0: last survivor.
1: Right. Or or pull a Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. And they, they come out. Guns flying. As as friends and heroes, people most people won't even know the reference, and and it plays strong. It's a strong ending. It's a good move. And they, you know, how if you show them die or you just go, it's just assumed that they did, and you don't know. But all that matters was that they. They were soldiers. They're back where they need, want to be. This is where this they build the most yep. at home. And this is where they secretly, this is where they want to go. You know, they don't They're, want, you know, yeah, they don't maybe want already
0: left Ben Affleck. That They've already lost him. So, you know, what are we going to, you know, guide here? What are we going to leave him here? No. You know, they get. The, you had the two brothers that have been that dynamic. You know, maybe they would have wanted to go out together. There's all sorts of stuff they could have done there that I think would have made it where I said, okay, I can almost forgive because to have this ending, you have to have the mess up with, with Ben Affleck's character. So maybe I can forgive that for this ending.
1: Yeah. Plus, I agree with Andy completely. Even within this whole thing, uh, okay, I give it a slight pass that they put all their money on these donkeys. It's still weird, in my opinion, because ultimately, then they... After that, though, after they're like, well, we can't take them anymore, they start carrying them like moving them a little bit like a bucket line sort of a situation and it's ridiculous andy said it perfectly you bury it somewhere at that point and come back for it later what is so hard <laughs> why would you do this you guys actually are- said they went ahead and just did that
0: with the very last shot of the movie anyway right right yes, coordinates go back and get that money
2: cowboy right yeah the I, very I, end yeah. I honestly turned on the film I really and truly did when when Ben Affleck said no we've got more time I I, I really and truly said you know what you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I really I was waiting for Ben Affleck to get shot the whole film you know so three... the whole film
1: yeah, all three of us seem to be pretty similar, and I don't remember the argument. I don't necessarily want to bring up an argument if no one wants to. But do you guys? I do. Can I someone represent good. the counter point of view? Then,
2: sure. Jay, Jay for some un, for some inexplicable reason, gave this movie a total pass, and then thought we were awful people because we were critical of it.
1: Well, what but, what but, do you think but, he's responding to? All the baiting. He-
2: never really he never really explained why he was giving it such a pass
0: he just kept calling us dumb dums. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's when you know the conversation is in its most respectful when as soon as name calling happens right that's when you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, like elementary school uh <laughs> recess name calls too oh
1: well, maybe but, does does he just maybe he just liked the adventure for him then he liked you know I don't know. I, I'm just trying to see. Did he not? I thought you guys were arguing like he thought their motivation made sense. Was it, did he ever say what their motivation was? Was it
2: just greed?
0: He did, he did say that. Um, he,
2: said, he said the character motivations are easy for Affleck: one word, greed. For Isaac, take your pick: obligation, or guilt, or atonement, or altruism. Hmm. But he says he says at the beginning. Uh, Triple Frontier is an excellent example of how screenplays are written and should function. I.e., our protagonists are constantly beset by one obstacle after another.
1: Oh, that's all stories. All any good story that's just always there. I
0: can't I can't remember though, wasn't there an instance about a movie where Jay didn't like it because the hero just kept Defeating the obstacles that were put in front of
1: him? Harry Potter?
0: Yes, he says it about Harry Potter.
1: Yeah. All, he doesn't
0: like Harry Potter because the protagonist is constantly beset by obstacles that they have to overcome. Well, I think he also says
1: that other people overcome for him also. is his. Maybe that's it. Yeah.
0: So well, is that he doesn't like musicals, but La La Land wasn't musical enough. So...
1: <laughs> well maybe you know this is a you know i mean we well, responded and said that's
2: a that's a weak analysis he says he says your your rebuttals am- amount to a nuh-uh. response yeah he, he did a terrible job of defending this we tried to bait him to come on but i think he that's i think that's why <laughs> he's not with us tonight yeah right but he knew, he knew he was just gonna get trashed he knew there was I no was- way he could defend Affleck and uh, Oscar Isaac's characters in this I
0: still think that the build up to that moment uh, I, was, I was I'd was, i almost say I was in love with the movie and then the petals started to fall off the rose and then it kind of picked back up again when they were from the house because it was it was pretty tense. Um, started to go downhill again when I, I looked at I looked at my wife and said, "Just don't take that money." Simple. You mean if, like if, if you can't put as put as much as you can in a helicopter, and then just go get get the hell out of there, and right. you're scout free with more money than you'll ever need. It's your only way out. Take two trips. It's your only way out. Just leave without it.
2: Yeah, and or, 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 I or how about this? How about this? Take it up, take it up in the net, take it up in the net and drop it off someplace that's inaccessible by foot. Right? Go drop yeah, it off come- if you've got enough gas, go back and get it. If you don't, huh. go back and get it the following year. You're gonna have the money at that point.
0: Well, do, do you not think that the, in the planning stages of this, they would have said, What kind of helicopter are we getting? Well, it's this. Okay, you know we have to get up over the Andes. Yes. So I can only take X amount of money. There. Well, there might be $700 million. Okay, well, I can only take $500 million. Okay, well, what's our contingency for if we have... You, you don't think they would have planned
1: that? Even, I mean, that's... I don't know. Even if they didn't, it wasn't like it was hard. It's not a complicated, hard problem to solve. It's like all five of them and like we're not used to thinking for ourselves you know what why is this so hard you can't put more weight it doesn't even matter the amount it's the weight they knew how much it weighed so you, you can't have more than what the pilot knew the the stupid helicopter could carry so that's basic basic math it's not hard and and i think maybe a little bit more if you're really into the money you're right like, well we're not just gonna leave it here in the field right i don't know just go up into the woods then right where you are just go take Take some steps up, bury it as best you can, take an hour. If you have it, half hour if you only have that, and just hope that nobody finds it. What else? You know, get out of there. What's so hard? I just don't get it. Yeah. You don't go, don't, well, let's risk it. Dumb. No, that's the that that's not an option.
0: <laughs> let's just risk it. It's a dumb
1: one. So I'll start with my uh recommendations, which is I think the strongest parts of this i love the cinematography uh also andy brought that up first i think it is beautifully shot uh, i don't know why that's gonna get anyone listening probably to watch it but if that for some reason is enough for you to want to see it sure uh the acting's fine if not good generally it's not amazing or anything but it's it's good acting uh other than that i don't know why i would recommend Anyone seen this? There are a lot of other movies that are way better than this, and that they're in this genre, in this style, uh, same sort of plot devices, way more interesting. Um, obviously, I don't know, can't think like like uh, Three Kings. Go see Three Kings. That's kind of yep. similar, right? Wh- yep, way better than this. <laughs> so okay. now, I don't recommend it really at all. Is where I stand on it. Uh, Andy. What's your final thoughts and recommendations? I'm glad, I'm glad Jay's not on the show anymore. <laughs> oh, you're just, you're just... He's too big of a wimp to join us to
2: defend this, this piece of crap. I'm glad he's gone. Uh, <laughs> now, I, to, to all of our aspiring filmmakers out there, you really cannot focus enough on plot. We we can give you a pass on your effects, and we can give you a pass on some of your acting, if your story if your story is good. But if your story is lame, it doesn't matter how beautiful it is, and it doesn't matter how talented your actors are. It's not going to be a good film. This uh, is this is this is this is a, this is a, a drink of Kool Aid. That's what I give this.
1: Warm Kool-Aid, right?
2: Yeah. Warm Kool-Aid.
1: <laughs> Ryan, uh, what do you think?
0: This had all the potential in the world to be a really good movie. And... Uh, it just it swung in mist. Um... It was on in the background while I was doing other things. That'd be fine. Um, I don't think I would ever sit down to watch it again. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Wow. Yep. It's a bummer because I saw that trailer and was like, the one, this is great.
2: Yeah, I was super excited for it.
1: Yeah, I I didn't know the whole setup. I thought if you got all those actors together, it, you you'd put some thought into the story, you, you know. That's how you get that many people. Not always. Sometimes that it could have been Ben Affleck, you know, asking favors from all of his acting friends. That's another way things get done. And but even then usually it's like I don't know. It's just surprising how Even then Matt Damon takes you aside and says,
2: "Hey, listen, we need to change this up a little bit." <laughs> that's probably so true. <laughs> uh, all
1: right. Well, um all right. So that's that. Uh, any other feature reviews? Anything else you guys want to bring up? Nope. Okay. No. Let's do uh until next time. Is there anything that's coming out that you know you're going to see uh whether it's in theaters or is there something on Netflix you know you're going to see and maybe we all want to know about it so we can all see it.
2: Um, I think we should try to watch Drowning, Mona. It's streaming on Amazon for free. With okay. Ads. Okay. Or you can you can pay three bucks. Brian, you've never seen it, right? Is it, do I've I never I seen it, that, no. right? I have never seen it. Yeah, you should watch it. You'll really like it. What would uh? This
1: should be a segment then. Like, there's feature reviews for new movies. What's what would be the segment called for kind of um? Just like reviewing, uh, you know, a movie that's been out for a while that we just all wanted to revisit. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, throwback Thursday. I don't know.
2: <laughs> okay. Well,
1: we'll th- we can think about it.
2: Oh, um, Dumbo comes out this weekend. Yes, it does.
1: Uh, was anyone planning on seeing that?
2: No, my kids.
0: My know. kids want to see it. So. I might end up. It's it's playing actually up in uh, at the little I have in my hometown, so.
1: Um, I, I might
0: actually see Dumbo this weekend.
1: Okay. Well, please tell us if it's worth seeing because I don't see myself going out of my way to see it unless somebody says it's really good. Don't miss it.
2: Well, there's a there's a new pet cemetery coming out soon too.
1: Yeah. That one would be yeah. yeah. that'd be good. Watch the old and the, the new one, be a good thing Yeah, this one's got Jason Clark in it. Yeah.
2: And John hmm. Lithgow. Well, I like the John Lithgow.
1: Okay, so let's do this. Yeah, Pet Cemetery and Johnny Mona, and then, well, if, you know, anything else that comes up. Okie dokie. Uh, Ryan. Will you uh, grace us with your plugs?
0: Yeah. uh, Every Saturday morning, uh, gcl.ninja. And on iTunes is the Geek Cast Live podcast. Uh, We will have results. Geek Madness Bracket. The first round is uh, voting is underway until, uh, well, for another day or so. We'll update that. And then I have a very good friend who is starting a business, and I would be remiss if I didn't give her a plug. Um, May Wizard. She's really good at what she does. So if you're looking to polish up a resume, or if you're looking to create your first ever resume, um, careerconnectionsllc.com. I will link it in the show notes there. If you tell her I sent you, you'll get $20 uh,
1: off. Cool. 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 And if you are looking for a job and you uh, have not had someone edit or look over your resume, I highly recommend you do it. There are probably many things you have not thought of that make all the difference so totally worth doing andy when you go online tomorrow on amazon what is it that Uh you are going to order what are you looking for what's going to be your first thing
2: i would like a uh i would like a cardiff ultra (laughs) craft Carbon uh, snowboard probably one sixty
1: three. Now, did you... what I'm looking
2: at right now. Okay,
1: didn't you bring that up last time?
2: You still, you still want it. <laughs> I still want it. Okay. I wasn't. It was. I was. I wasn't being flighty. So you're gonna I'm saving, my, I'm saving my. I'm saving my nickels. Oh, I didn't think you're being flighty, but
1: you're sticking with it until you get it. That's what you're. That's what you're excited about. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna think of another way to get you then, since we're stuck here. Another way to get you to share something just kind of funny and random about yourself.
2: Oh, funny and random about myself.
1: Well, that was the, in my mind, that did was the motive.
2: Did you know that Sean Lithgow has been, uh, he's he's two away from EGOT and on both of the two that he's missing, he's had nominations.
1: <laughs> that is, really? he's a treasure. That is random, but it is not about you.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm four away from EGOT. Oh yeah,
0: I am as I close uh, to egotting as Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. <laughs>
1: That's where I am. Uh, I do have a
2: Pod award. Oh
1: yeah. Uh huh. Cool. So, um, my plug. I don't know what that means. But I won. Yes, you definitely. I won. Win. I won
0: twelve high school letters. For my letter
1: jackets, I didn't know. All
0: right, William, saying, are we just saying things? I didn't know.
1: <laughs> Apparently, uh, I didn't know there was multiple letters. I thought you got a jacket, and I thought you just got a letter for it. Like you lettered. That just means you got like the first letter of your high school. Is there multiple letters? Like a?
2: Oh yeah, well, there's twenty six. Unless you're in unless you study Russian, then there's even more. Like you have to. Uh,
0: to get your letter jacket, well, I mean, it's probably different school to school, but in, in my high school, t- just to even qualify to have a letter jacket, you either had to have two letters in or three total letters
1: um, to get one. Your letter jacket. Oh, to get the jacket.
2: Yeah. But if yes, you were a letterman's uh, jacket has one letter on it, but then you have the you have pins or something right Yeah, like, other letters. yeah
0: we. Yeah, every time we got a letter, we got a little, like a bar that we would put on our jacket All right. to show how many, So, show your excellence in, you know, the, hey, I've played, uh, I, I, I got three varsity letters a year for four years.
1: So, right. To save on confusion to nobody but me, when you say I lettered 36 times, it doesn't mean you had 36 different letters to spell out random words like a game, like, you know, oh. on the back of your jacket. It just meant that you, you got a little, you got bars or a pin. Or, you you know, got some accolades. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, see, I'm glad we cover this. What What would we do? Can you imagine the chaos?
0: <laughs> That's half the battle.
1: Right. My plugs is just movie moments podcast. And it's my podcast where a guest and me, we choose a movie like jaws. And then we, we both choose a moment from that movie that we, we want to talk about whether we loved it, hated it. Another podcast. I do, but I have been spending a little more time on this one because of, we're just working out the kinks of the flow. But I think once we get going, I'll be able to spend a little bit more time on the other one. Uh, Cause this will manage itself more nicely anyway if you want to hear it just google or search in whatever it is you listen to podcast movie moments podcast and you should find it and that would help me out and that's it for this show we're going to leave we're going to either go to bed or drink some warm kool-aid or watch uh i'm going to finish watching uh the the Robot Show. Love Robots. What is it?
0: Uh, lo- love, love, Death, death and robots. robots.
1: Right. I have to think of the order. It's Love, or than death, love robot. then Death, then Robots. So I'm going gonna... I'm gonna to call
2: it Harass Jay. <laughs> He's nice. probably sleeping, but I'm going to wake him up.
1: Cool. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <All> <laughs> See, right.
2: you guys.
1: See, uh... See you, guys. See you. See you, guys. See you, Andy. <laughs> We would like to say thank you to the Dave Eden Element for the use of their music for the podcast theme song. If you want to support Movie Podcast Weekly, you can subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. You can also find us on Twitter at Movie Cast Weekly, or contact us at Weekly at gmail.com. And or go to our website, MoviePodcastWeekly.com, where you can leave a comment in the show notes if you so desire. Thank you to everyone who donates to Movie Podcast Weekly and all the patreons on behalf of ryan andy carl and myself william rowan jr thanks again for listening and join us next time on movie podcast weekly